Hello, this is Matt Slick from the Matt Slick Live podcast, where I defend the Christian faith and lay out our foundations of the truth of God's Word. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Coming to you from an entrenched barricade deep in the heart of Central North Carolina. Masculine Journey After Hours, a time to go deeper and be more transparent on the topic covered on this week's broadcast. So sit back and join us on this adventure. The Masculine Journey After Hours starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey After Hours, and we are thankful that you're with us, and that really ties into the topic for this week. You know, with it being Thanksgiving week, you feel almost like you you have to do the obligatory Thanksgiving show, but really that was not our hearts in doing this show this week. It was more on, you know, with everything that's been happening this year and just how devastating this year could be emotionally. You know, it's just been, you know, depression's at its highest rate, suicide's at its highest rate, uh, domestic abuse at its highest rate. Now, if you weren't depressed before we started the show, you're really depressed <laughs> <laughs> now. But no, it, dive, dive, yeah, dive. The, <laughs> the whole political environment. I mean, just name it. You know, pick anyone I'm out of a hat, and it's going to go. Wow, that wasn't good, right? You know, and it, it's just been a challenge all year, regardless of, of where things land. You know, and it, it's been a, the perfect year to be thankful. You know, to focus on okay, what am I really, really thankful for this year? And so. If you listen to the first part of the show that uh, we did on the radio station, you know, you've already heard some of it. We're going to continue that topic today uh, for the rest of the show, talking about the things that we're thankful for for this year and just really asking you to also consider what are you thankful for? You know, there's a lot to not be thankful for, and I get it, right? There is a whole lot to not be thankful for, but there's so much more to be thankful for if you really just take time and think about it. You know, for most of you listening, I'm sure that you, you slept in a place that had heat on when it's cold out. You had something to probably eat. Now, it may not have been the, the, the best dinner, but you had something there, right? You have running water in your house, you know, and those things that we just tend to take for granted in this country, you know, isn't everybody's story in this country for one, but it's also most of the world, it's not their story. So just with those things, there's a lot to be thankful for, but there's so much more. And so, Robbie, I wanted to ask you to start out with your clip and talk a little bit more about what you're thankful for. Yeah, that's really cool. We did a show a few weeks ago on, you know, what's your word for the year and what's the update, you know? And so my word for the year was love, um, and specifically the Hebrew version of that, which is Ahava. And, and so, you know, God's been really showing me some amazing things along those lines all year long. So when it came to that, I, I, I was thinking, when I saw this clip, I was just blown away by how well it was scripted. It comes from the movie 90 Minutes in Heaven. And what's happened is the guy who ends up 90 Minutes in Heaven has been in a really, really bad car accident. He's a pastor. And his friend who's a pastor is going to come visit him. And then Part of the joy of being a friend or loving people, and especially in our group, we have, you know, text, like I'm sure a lot of people have, you know, a text ring. We, we call it, um, the na- the word is this case. Broken arrow. Yeah, broken arrow. So if anybody in our group is like being taken to the hospital or their wife's being taken or they just lost, 
you know, their, their son-in-law. There were so many things that happened this year, including, including Vinny's death, um, where all of a sudden you get this text. And I've gotten several this week from members in our team whose dear family members have COVID. How thankful I am <laughs> to enter into being a true friend and being able to pray for people because they're truly honest that I'm struggling with this. I'm, I'm, I'm having this problem. And so you listen to the way this guy loves his friend in this, and then we'll talk about it. David Gentiles was my best friend. Like myself, he was an ordained minister who was by far the most loving human being I'd ever known. You're going to make it. You have to make it. You've made it this far. I don't know that I want to make it. You have to. If not for yourself, then hold on for us, Don. I'm tired. Fought all I can, and I'm ready to die. Well, then you won't have to do a thing. We'll do it for you. We won't let you die. Do you understand that, Don? We're going to pray all night. I'm going to call everybody I know who can pray. I want you to know that all of us who care about you will be up all night in prayer for you. We're taking over from here. Yeah, isn't that amazing to think what an honor God puts us in relationships where we can go to battle for people that we love. And, and, and in this case, he, he was battling for Don's life, which is a phenomenal story. But it's really, really cool to be able to love people through God like that. And, and, you, and in those prayers, you really get to share with Jesus how you feel about him and, and how, you know, what difference they make in your life. And, and those things. And so, you know, yeah, this is a year of a lot of death, more death than I've ever seen in a year. There's, there's a lot of pain, but it, it gives us the opportunity that I never really would have thought about to really enter into the battle for the people that we love in even the country that we love. Uh, the spirit of death is heavy and it's not just with physical death. You know, there's been death of businesses, death of relationships, death of jobs. I mean, just that spirit is so heavy and that's really what we're feeling, you know, on top of us all the time is just the, this whole oppression from that. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's cool. I love that clip. I saw it. I was just like, wow. You know, your clip is like so incredibly deep and then I'm going to play one that's really not deep, but that probably says more about me than it does you. But, no. <laughs> I, love, I, I wish I thought of your clip because oh, yeah. when I saw it, I was like, oh, that clip is perfect. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and play it, but I'll play it first and have you go, what in the world? Really? On a Christian station, you're playing this part of this song? Do you not know what it's about? Yeah, I know what it's about, but it means something different to me. So I want to go ahead and play it, then we'll talk about it.
Yeah, not much, not much to that as far as as far as Lee. I called Sam. We were talking. I'm yeah. like, Sam, what, or am I doing the right show or what? Because I was confused. Yeah, you, you, well, literally, it was more bold than that, Andy. You, <laughs> you, I, I posted it to the the team thing that we're starting to use. Thank you yeah. for setting that up. And you call me like, what the heck, man? What's this? Are you sure you're going to use that on the station? You can play that song on the station? I'm like, yes, you can play that part of it anyway. I had to find the part you could play. Because <laughs> you know? there's not a lot you could play. But it was more important to me as I, I thought about what I wanted to be thankful for. This was the one that came to me first, actually, was, was this song. And it was because of, of you guys, right? And, and when I mean friends in low places, it's not what... Brooks is singing about. It's about friends that are authentic and share their life and share where they're at. You know, because, you know, you're dealing with something and letting God father you, Andy. It helps me step into a place where I can let him father me. Now you know why he sat in that chair. Yeah. In the low chair. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, I am a friend in low place. <laughs> you are, you are. The audience can't see what's going on yeah. right now, but Andy's sitting in a chair that's about six inches off the ground. He's at the kids' table. I'm at the kids' table. Yeah. yeah. Thanksgiving kids' table. That's Andy. But no, for me, it's, it's, it's really a, a thing that I really value that. And I know we've talked a lot about the, the show, but I, I really do mean that. And it goes beyond the friendship here. I'm very thankful that I have two sons that are walking in this message in different places that I am because they help me see it fresh from their perspective of many years younger than me. You know, and, and we'll watch a movie together, and the three of us especially now watch a movie so differently than we ever did before. And how cool is that to say, okay, I have my sons, like I was talking with my oldest son yesterday a little bit about some of the stuff God shared with me at boot camp. And ha- him having context to understand what that meant and to be able to speak into it, yes, as my son, but more importantly, as a Christian brother. Um, so for me, I'm just glad I'm not in charge, you know, uh, <laughs> and, and I mean that truthfully. Um, you know, we, we go through life and, you know, uh, I think of Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. you know, for the plans I have for you, because um, I sure want to put myself here. There's no doubt about that. Like back to the, you know, uh, clip that uh, uh, Andy had. Um, for me, uh, it seems like God guides me through, even though I'm going kicking and screaming most of the time. <laughs> it's it's like uh, as Robbie mentioned, um, uh, we had basically a daughter-in-law pass away very suddenly. Uh, for us, uh, she was she was engaged, and they they had a child, and suddenly uh, my uh, son is with a two year old or a three year old uh, daughter working at a major restaurant from ten o'clock to close. That doesn't work and raise a child. And in May, we decided. Uh, we were going to move in the middle of this mess and ended up getting a new house. And, of course, you know, being like most uh, people looking for their last home, we're just checking off boxes. We want this and we want this and we want this. And in the process, one of the things I struggled with is we went from a 1,900-square-foot home to a 2,800-square-foot home. I'm like, why do I need 900 more square feet to heat and cool? Well, just so happens, God had a plan for me. And, you know, we talk about the boot camp, and I think uh, what people don't realize is that even us have gone for several years, 
we still get something out of it. It's like um, my name God shared with me this last boot camp was host. You take care of my children. And of course, anybody who knows me well enough knows I pretty much like, no, that that's not, that, no, no, I don't want that name. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I like being a, you know, a loader, single out. Um, but you know what? It, is, it has been a blessing to have them in the house. Uh, John Michael uh, helps cook on a regular basis, which uh, is beneficial. You have somebody who works in the restaurant business who's willing to cook in the house. Gives my wife a break, and it's truly been a blessing. So I'm glad I'm not in control. Well, thank you. I, I can't imagine everything that he's gone through. Mm. This year, and then being able to be in the home with you guys and have that support has to be huge. I, I'm I'm sure, and he's you know my wife has loved it. Uh, she gets to spend a lot more time with her granddaughter and her sons, which she enjoys. Well, we have a break coming up. <laughs> we do have a break coming up. I did okay. Uh, go to maskandjourney.org to register for the upcoming boot camp that we haven't established yet. I got nothing here. Well, we could talk about picking a fight, <laughs> but we're coming right back in from the break now. So, where you go? Oh, you're welcome back. Now what do we do? Just be yourselves. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. If it feels like every day is picking a fight, then you might want to come listen to The Masculine Journey and find out why we use clips like these to illustrate the story God is telling in the lives of men today. The truth is God designed you to pick a fight, but which fights do we pick? Well, grab your gear and come on a quest every Saturday at noon. And now The Masculine Journey After Hours podcast, Masculine Journey Radio. Now what do we do? Just be yourselves. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. If it feels like every day is picking a fight, then you might want to come listen to The Masculine Journey and find out why we use clips like these to illustrate the story God is telling in the lives of men today. The truth is God designed you to pick a fight, but which fights do we pick? Well, grab your gear and come on a quest every Saturday at noon. And now The Masculine Journey After Hours podcast, Masculine Journey Radio. For every stoplight I didn't make, every chance I did or I didn't take, all the nights I went too far All the girls that broke my heart All the doors that I had to close All the things I knew but I didn't know Thank God for all I missed Cause it led me here to this Sam, I think we were just talking about not being in control. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's you know... I'm so out of control most of the time. <laughs> it seems like that's how I live my life. Uh, that's not true. I try to control everything. God's trying to break me of it. So if you want the honest truth, that's the, that's, that's the authentic thing is I try to have my hands around everything. Andy, Drew. Yes. Andrew. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do that. Andrew, let's do that. You have a clip, right? You have another I one. Do. So you want to mm-hmm. go ahead and set it up and tell us about the Charlie Brown clip that you have? Yeah. So, yeah, it's from Charlie Brown. So I'm uh, <laughs> I'm going way back. So this is this is Thanksgiving to me. It's classic, and uh, you know, growing up, I was all into the whole story of the founding of our nation, the Pilgrims, and the Thanksgiving that came. And uh, it's basically Linus's prayer here, but just a little bit about that. He mentions, you know, that uh, the first Thanksgiving was like 1621. So that's 400 years from now, essentially. Or um, 1620 was when the Mayflower Compact 
was signed, and it was when we, when you know the Europeans came over here and they basically committed themselves to God and made a covenant with God. And I never realized how serious that was. But then the next year that they lived through all this hardship, probably way worse than COVID and what they dealt with and trying to get established and all this stuff. I'll give you a little numbers, okay? Yeah. There were 102 that came over, 50 died that winter. And here's a shocker, 14 out of the 18 wives died in early 18, I mean, 1621. Wow. So you, you nailed it. And it's interesting. It's exactly 400 years. Yep. But yeah, that, that first winter was like beyond brutal and it kept going for a while absolutely and i was going to crack a joke about harold <laughs> <laughs> now i can't really do that oh wow. go ahead but was, anyway, was, was jan with you <laughs> <laughs> did the turkeys taste better back then <laughs> Not GMO, right? <laughs> yeah exactly andy please continue but um <laughs> you know the way things are our founding of our nation is really under attack right now and people are questioning the history of it and we know that those things are true and we truly have something to be faith, uh, thankful for in our nation. That's one of the things I think we hear a lot about that, being thankful for the nation. But I don't think we really get to the impact. Everything we benefit from here in the United States, we, we take back to those people who made those sacrifices for us. You know, and coming over here and wanting religious freedom and got the blessing of God put on them for all future generations because of that. And I'm just so thankful for that. And you know, if it takes it coming from a Charlie Brown, uh, you know, clip, we'll go with it. In the year 1621, the Pilgrims held their first Thanksgiving feast. They invited the great Indian chief, Massasoit, who brought 90 of his brave Indians and a great abundance of food. Governor William Bradford and Captain Miles Standish were honored guests. Elder William Brewster, who was a minister, said a prayer that went something like this. We thank God for our homes and our food and our safety in a new land. We thank God for the opportunity to create a new world for freedom and justice. Amen. Yeah, that's back when you you learned some history. You know, I was talking to my kids yeah. the other day about Schoolhouse Rock. You know, I don't <laughs> yeah. know how Bill became a Bill because of Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. kind of sad. I like to say it was my sixth grade teacher, Mr. Thomas. Mm which I'm pretty certain he's not around anymore. But if he is, I did learn a lot yes, from you. But he's I around. Didn't, he's right here across from you. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't learn about that stuff. But, you know, that's so true. Like yeah. that peanut special, you know, you learn stuff about it, and, and it helps you have perspective. It does. It does. And, uh, you know, if you, don't, if you don't really look back at history and see that this nation has so much to be thankful for and that God uniquely put, called us out, it was different than most nations that we were truly – established on his principles i mean you had israel and then you have the united states and there wasn't really anybody else that was uh, it was called out like that so it's unique and i believe that in the way that god has established us and we need to be thankful for it yeah absolutely well switching gears a little bit you're going to switch for the rest of the show and, and and switch the question to what are you thankful for that god's done for you this year in 2020 so, Andy, you have the mic in front of you. Well, we go ahead and start with wow, you. Wow, okay. Um, I think probably just, you know, COVID, when that hit, you know, it was like, okay, this is the real deal. And you started thinking about, you know, all the impacts of this and, you know, trying to get perspective and trying to get interpretation of really what's going on. And in doing so, you know, I if I my heart wouldn't had it been because of masculine journey and what I'd learned it probably would have taken me out but 
you know, and it did to a degree, but, you know, I got perspective. I think the thing is the thankfulness of even in that difficult situation, there was something to be um, to be thankful for. And this, this is what I'm thankful for this year. You know, Robbie mentioned it earlier, uh, Psalm 100 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Well, to me, whenever you enter his gates with thanksgiving, those gates, those gates are tied to walls and there's protection within that. And there was protection that I feel like I've experienced from all that's going on. My heart's been protected. And then his courts with, and then enter his courts with praise. Well, to me, that's his presence. And I'm going to experience his presence more this year than any other year that I think I've ever been, uh, ever experienced. And it's just been a good thing. And again, I'm not here to say, oh, look at me. I just, it's something that he moved in me that caused me to respond to him. And in doing so, I'm deeper in my relationship. And it's something to be thankful for. Thank you, Andy. I appreciate that. Harold, what about you? Well, I had never heard that song before, but being thankful for things you didn't get, mm-hmm. that really registered with me right right now because I wanted to be a fighter pilot in the Navy. Had I been successful, I would have hit Nam right when they were getting shot down and so forth. But God put a woman in front of me that I just could not live without. And I am so thankful for the things that I didn't get that I thought I wanted mm-hmm. because uh, I've, we've been married now for 56 and a half years. Uh, I've got this wonderful son sitting over here next to me. I got a lot to be thankful for that I didn't get what I thought I wanted. Thank you, Harold. So, Rodney, if, same question to you. What are you thankful for that uh, God's given you this year? First, I just want to give Harold a hard time. Can't live with him, can't live without him. <laughs> <laughs> My brother says it better, actually. Yeah, <laughs> can't live with them. Can't live with them. Porky Pig runs in the family. <laughs> okay, the just the overarching one is just. I, I always turn around and I look back at times when you just be thankful and just like, you chose me what were you thinking? You know, why would you choose me? I'm just so thankful that, you know, I was chosen. But in this year specifically, um, my word for the year was father and didn't know where we were going to go. But as we went through boot camps and other things, and we're praying for what do we want at boot camps and other things, the, the overarching theme all year for me has been in this fathering, be content, be content. And that still heartedness and just, to trust in him and be thankful for that. And I tell you, it's brought your faith so much farther when you can actually see all the things that are happening in front of you. You see the stupidity, the idiocy, the people blatantly lying about something that, you know, there's, you're looking on a TV screen and it's completely different than what they're describing. And, but yet they're saying it's something else and you can be content in that. I'm so thankful that I've had my anxious moments. I've had my issues, you know, during the year. But for the most part, I've been good. I'm good now. I'm like, okay, wherever we go, wherever we go, hey, eternity's on my my friend on my side. I don't care. I've I've got this worked out. I there's, really there's nothing here that's going to 
bother me or throw me that much. So really, really thankful that God's settled my heart in him. Thank you, Ronnie. Jim? <laughs> after going, uh, after all these uh, deep theological uh, uh, answers, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the cardinal one. <laughs> um, I, I'm thankful for uh, God's provision, being able to work, you know, from home, do what I do. In fact, I've enjoyed it more being able to work from home. Uh, don't have too many co- co-workers uh, uh, bothering me in my cube. But God is providing, and I I am truly thankful for that. I'm thankful for those that are still willing uh, to go and work, the essential workers out there. Um, and I, I think, you know, you, you think about what still has to happen just to keep people fed, keep people clothed, you know, keep the lights on. And I'm thankful for those guys that uh, they continue to do that despite any risks that they might run into. Thank you, Jim. Robbie, what about you? You've got uh, just a minute or so here. <laughs> yeah. So just make it quick. Yeah, I'll make it quick. Well, actually, my wife, mm-hmm. you know, not that I'm trying to redeem myself from that. <laughs> <laughs> but, or, or, you know, actually, Tammy and I were talking about, you know, we, we know so many couples through the years that have divorced and how lucky we are that that isn't, it's like the farthest thing from either one of our minds. We can, we can just talk about that at length. Like, can you imagine? I mean, we get to have so much fun for the rest of our lives because we know that this is the team and, and, you know, here we go. We have our kids together. We, you know, we have them close. We have all those wonderful things. So I'll turn it over to you, Sam, but I, I, it really is. And I know God completely gave me that through all this. I love, I love that, that thought. Sam. Well, thank you, Robbie. Yeah, for me, I think it would be two things. It's it's God's continued pursuit of me, even when I act like I don't want Him pursuing me, and you know I kind of turn and run the other way. I mean, I I tend to do that from time to time, <clears throat> and you know I think it's I'm always afraid it's going to require a lot of me, you know, and it never really does. Not as much as I think it's going to, you know, and, and the constant healing that He's trying to get in my life. But the the second thing would be. Just the joy has helped me to rediscover in just simple things. You know, being able to talk to family on the phone, being able to have conversations with my kids around the fire pit, you know, outside, just enjoying that time together because you can't go do the other things. You know, and we could all be stuck behind the TV watching Netflix, and I do that from time to time. But it's more, you know, the joy of painting. Even though I'm not good, I like it, and it brings my heart good. The, The joy of working in the yard and seeing something happen as a result. You know, all those things I think would have been lost if it wasn't for this year of 2020 and God opening my eyes to that again. And I'm very thankful for it. And we're thankful for you. We're thank you, thankful for you listening. We'd love for you to reach out to us. Go to masculinejourney.org. Our contact information's there. You can reach out to any of us. If you have show ideas or something you'd like to share or a clip, you'd say, hey, have you heard this one? Please do that. We'd love to hear from you. Masculinejourney.org. We'll talk to you next week. This is the Truth Network.